The LCBO staff have voted 93% in favor of a strike as their union continues to bargain for a new collective agreement. They've been in negotiations now uh, since, for quite a while. And in fact, uh, in March, they basically said that they described the management's complete lack of respect for workers, and that's why they decided to call the vote. We're joined now by Smokey Thomas, who's president of OPSU. Uh, Thanks for joining us on the show, Smokey. What's the message that this strike vote sends out? Well, every round of bargaining with this employer, they won't get serious about bargaining until we take a strike vote. So this is the highest strike vote ever in terms of percentage in favor of striking, the highest ever. So I'd say the message to the employer is come on back to the table, get serious, get all those egregious concessions off the table, and let's just talk going forward and get a deal and get it done. What are the management's uh, egregious concessions? Well, there's health and safety issues. They've now decided to save money. They'll make people work alone in stores that have always had two and three employees. It's a health and safety issue in that sometimes you get a belligerent drunk. They say, we're not selling to you, sir or ma'am, and mm-hmm. they get kind of belligerent. You need two people in the store and prevent theft, a whole bunch of things. Uh, hours of work, so they're cutting hours for people. Um, managers get paid bonuses for cutting hours. That's part of going to one worker instead of two. And then uh, shift scheduling. So managers now just arbitrarily change shifts on people. So they used to work, for, you know, they're 80% part-time, 80% women. They used to get, you know, 12, 14, 16 hours a week, and they do it in a couple of days. Now they're stretching it out, got to work the whole week, a few hours, doing that to numbers of people, and it just makes life miserable. You can't get another part-time job to live. And then transfers, they've now just taken to... I had a fellow talk to me, 17 years in one store, model employee, never been in any kind of trouble at all. Boss comes up and says, you're being transferred from here to, you know, store A to store B. He said, well, why? That's now going to take me an hour or two to get to work uh, just because. So they did this prior to bargaining. And so these are very, very, these are really thorny issues because this affects your how you live your life, right? And it's just, just I, 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 the only thing I can say is that they're trying to upset the workers and trying to disrupt things and uh, for some sort of an agenda that is not quite clear to me. I think I know what it is, but uh, they'd have to answer those questions. The union it has long been upset about the uh, government's move to sell beer and wine and cider in grocery stores. You call it creeping privatization. So how much about this strike uh, is because of that? They're after uh, our job security language and uh, and provisions. Uh, so if they close the store and they lay off, provisions of what you get in that. Uh, so they're after that as well. So that tells us they want to speed that process up. And, the re- and one of the reasons we pose the A's, hey, I want to look after my members' jobs. That's my job. But B, if you look at how the Ontario government's handled the hydro file, right? So it's all busted up. We're paying twice as much for hydro. They've botched it terribly. I don't have any confidence that they can quote unquote restructure but the a, LCBO. A lot of people don't aren't happy with the LCBO because of the amount that we pay and the fact that you can't get as many uh, products. Uh, you know, you say the people of Ontario built the LCBO, paid for the LCBO, and own the LCBO. We're not le- about to let win the wind government destroy it through this piecemeal privatization. But you know, the people who built, paid, and own the LCBO, the customers seem to be happy with having options. And and uh, you know what? And I get that, understand it completely. But let me say this. A few years back when Dwight Duncan was finance minister, the options on the table were for the LCBO to do that expansion. So to have stores within stores, so to rent space in like Loblaw stores and, you know, food basics, wherever they are now. And they would run it. They would have had 
a lot more product, right? So you could have bought spirits as well because it would have been a real LCBO because they changed it. It can only be beer, wine, and cider, not not other spirits. So that was on the table. We helped them develop. My members that worked there helped them develop that. But nobody's well, really selling the, you know, the LCBO. Everybody seems okay with the fact that nobody's saying, oh, this is the wine that you pair with this. Everybody, rather at the grocery store, seems to be okay with the fact that, oh, if I want to go to the LCBO, I'll still go and find out what's to be paired with yeah, what. And the LCBO or the grocery store is just the quick pickup. Yeah, we're experiencing that as well. But our fear is down the road. Like our fear is down the road. Because when they attack everything in a collect, the thing that stands between whole, like the wholesale gutting of the LCBO, breaking it up, and it is the envy of the business. It's the envy of the world. It's a really quite an amazing business and structure and everything else. Yeah, it's a monopoly. Uh, well, semi-monopoly. It's uh, they've always had agency stores, uh, you know, and it's loosening up. We're not opposed to it loosening up, but it's it's if they're going to hollow out the asset that the taxpayers own, that my members work in, if they're going to do all that over time. And the taxpayers don't really get anything in return. Mm. It is an extremely valuable asset that right at the moment, they're just kind of giving it away. So we're, we're, we're saying to them is there's a way to do everything you want to do, but do it in a way that respects social responsibility, gives more access, more choice, more products to people. And, and again, a few years back, they were all in favor of it. It was, a, it was a, a plan. They were actually out looking for leases. And then along comes Kathleen Wynn, and that's all off the table, and she takes a completely different tact. Smokey, I appreciate you joining us on the show today to tell us a little bit about uh, why you voted 93% to strike over contract demands. Thanks so much. Have a great right. day. Oh, thank you. Take Cheers. Care. All right, eh?